story lovers. This is Anne Starnes Kingsbury. Welcome to Flash Performances. Flash fiction is a form of storytelling that strives for the art of concision. It's usually under 1,000 words and leaves a flavor in your afterthoughts. Please relax and enjoy. Tongue-Tied by Anne Starnes Kingsbury The tart aftertaste of the elixir lingered in his mouth. Benny Traverson walked down the alley west of Dunster Street in Boston as directed. He noted that the light grew dim. A mist seemed to settle itself in the air, and his wool peacoat was indeed warranted. All, as the instructress had indicated. Also much dramatic pretension, he thought. Power of suggestion. But it was a lark anyhow. The cost of some clipped fingernails, a snip of his hair, and a kiss had brought this unremarkable non-adventure. Why had he listened to Shara? As second dates go, Benny thought he'd play it safe by asking Shara what she would care to do rather than retaining command, conveying a democratic approach to their new relationship. Perhaps this backfired. He found himself in a goth bar, subject to a bartender sorceress, gamely agreeable to having an adventure. The kiss had been harassed out of him in front of the patrons of the Ghoul and Gruel, nouveau gothic bar slash gathering place for bats and beers. Hair, nail pairings, and a kiss were collected to direct him to his heart's desire. When prompted, he wished silently for a like-minded woman, someone seeking a man much like himself. A kiss sealed the bargain of possibility. Shara dared him to it and wouldn't allow a refusal. What kind of second date had this turned out to be? His head was definitely hazy. Had to be vodka in that elixir. Lots of it. And a commingling of some bitters and sour apple. All present behind the counter, station of the barmistress, or inductress, as she had the effrontery to call herself. Good thing good money hadn't been involved. Benny stumbled. The surface of the alley had changed. He remembered a dirty cement walkway, but now he saw that the alley was paved with cobblestones. Cobblestones. Uneven, toe-snagging, kneecap breakers, that's what they are. He wiped his nose on his sleeve. The air smelled like the harbor. He ran his fingers through his hair and found it to be longer than it had been in years. The soft gong of ship's bells mingled with the soft shush of incoming tide but he had no time to wonder about the change in scenery. He had an urgent meeting, a rush of the heart, longing to be there, pushed to his footsteps. He turned around a corner of bricks and she was there. She rushed into his arms. He whirled them both behind a wall of casks, indigo darkness to any passerby. He accepted her fervent kiss and embrace, returning them with ardor. He could feel a familiarity as he struggled to recall her name. He did not know her, as if he had been slipped into someone else's life, yet her perfume steadied him, her touch reassured. Miss Carr, she whispered. Miss Carr, he replied. The gonging of the village bell pulled them apart. They sped off in different directions as if agreed upon. Benny found himself running down the cement alleyway, not stopping until he had hustled himself into the crowded entry of the ghoul and gruel. 
Shara turned to him as he came up to the bar. She grinned. How was your adventure? She shouted into his ear over the music. He noted a sensual, familiar perfume. I went in the alley and had a hallucination. How was yours? Oh, I didn't go on one. Only one per customer, and I had mine ages ago. You have to tell me all about it, he said, then noticed that a thin silver bar suspended on a delicate chain around her neck had spidery words etched onto its surface. Math cat, he read, surprised that he had spoken out loud. Mithkar, said Shara. Mithkar is Cornish, for I love you. Many thanks to Louise Martin for acting talents. Thank you for listening.